there. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Welcome to Playing Devil's Avocado. Thank you, Lisa. I'm Lisa. Oh, hello, I'm Claire. Hi there. <laughs> it's great to have you back. Thanks. It's great so, to be here. Episode 9. Mm-hmm. Gosh, we're going great guns, aren't we? And just in case you wonder why it sounds different, we're recording this in my office. In her new office, because mm-hmm. she's a boss bitch power lady. Mm-hmm. We always knew she had you it in know. her. You know You know it. <laughs> so, today we're going to talk about dating over 50. Yep. Do we have age dysmorphia and does it matter? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. How can you get rid of eye bags? Oh. I'm very keen to know this. Well, I don't know the answer. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk about it anyway. Um, do you need to change your perfume as you get older? Yes. And also, I would really like to talk to you about a little click I've described as mums on the run. Oh, I cannot yeah. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. So. Yes. Dating over 50, a few people, a few of our listeners have yeah. contacted us and said you have to talk about dating over 50 or yeah. dating over 45. Yeah. None of them, the ones that have contacted me, have had a good story to tell about it so far, thus far. As in they haven't had a positive story? Yes. Right, so it's I a disaster zone. Is I think it's tough going out yeah. there. Um, I have to say, as a smug married, that the thought of having to date again fills me with absolute horror. I was yeah. never very good at it anyway. I was more of a <laughs> meet someone in the pub um, or, you know, have a shag and then date your boyfriend type of girl yeah, anyway, right. yes. which is quite an English thing to do. Yes. So I do feel for these people who are, who are out there. I think it's all quite app-based now, isn't it? It is. It is. And I was yeah. doing a bit of research. Go on. Well, not in my, not by dating people. Oh, that would have been <laughs> good. Husband. But um, I just had a little look online. I mean, all the stories that you read online about dating over 50 are really like, oh, be really succinct in how you want your dating goals. You know, write a list of what you want to get out of it and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, no, what you need to know is how to navigate Tinder. Yeah. And Bumble. Bumble. Yeah. And... You know, and grinder if you if you're that way inclined. Yeah, and work out what it is that you want. And a lot of people say that they want different things when they're second time around or yes. older, and that the things that that were important to them to start with are not as important. Yeah, I thought maybe what would you put in your dating profile? <laughs> well, I suppose it depends why you're out there. If you're out there, thanks to um, because of divorce or. You know, or whether it's if you're a widow, they're very different things, aren't they? But probably you just for for a bit, you just want to have a good shag, don't you? Well, you or is that want... just me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Mm. No, but like, I mean, I guess if you want part companionship, yeah. Or whether you want an actual partner that you're going to marry again yeah. and have a second. I mean, probably kids are out, you know, well, you're not kids. going to be wanting to meet no. the father of your children. Well, you'll have a, a stepfather of your children if you have yes. children, I guess. Or yeah, so that's really important, actually. Yeah. yeah. But um, I guess it, because Tinder is such a young people's game, isn't it? Like, it always feels like everyone you know, yes. who you work with who's under sort of 40 is always out on a million yeah. dates on Tinder. Yeah, and I know some successful Tinder relationships. Yeah. But over 50... But they're younger, yeah. You kind of think, oh, I don't know. I don't know what I'd do. I'd probably go and I'd join a club or something. I mean, Would they you? do say all that like stuff is Like a walking still, club. Hmm. Yeah. They do say that all that stuff is still really relevant when yeah. you get older. And probably you meet like-minded people. Yeah. I think I'd ask my friends to hook me up. up. And I think, that's prob- <laughs> I think there's probably some... Um, there's probably some random guys around that you knew before who might be coming out of a marriage or something that yeah. you could probably you go and wait, scoop up. Wait around outside there. <laughs> Hang around. home 
<laughs> until they get thrown out. Yeah, I can then, see how it's tricky, though. I can see the problems. Yeah, and then there's also the kind of alarm bell men, like the ones who've never been in a long-term relationship, but they're 50. Yeah. You know, and or they've never settled down, or they've never had a full-time job, or they've, you know, yeah. never had a long-term Still live with plan. their parents. Still live with their mum. In the basement. <laughs> or those people... So, I mean, yeah. the rules would be the same. You just need to... I guess it is really about yeah. being very clear about what you want. I think I've... You know, I'm so um, susceptible to rejection that, that I don't know if I could even put myself out there. I, On the interwebs, that is. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think you'd probably... That's why I think in person it's probably better yeah. when you get to a certain age. Yeah. Because, let's face it, 50-year-old men, they're not going to be dating 50-year-old women, are they? No, they're probably not. They're dating 25-year-old women. God. Well, they're going to want to, or they're going to yeah. think that they're worthy of it, whether they actually are or not. I mean, no, they're not, yeah. usually. Do you know who the um, biggest growing group of people with STIs is? <laughs> No. It's people over 50. Gross. Because they I mean, come out... Gross. Well, they come out of relationships. They don't know about safe sex. And they sex. don't know about safe sex. So if you are out there doing it, please. It's not on if it's yeah. not on. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move Excellent. on from that. Okay. Okay. Um, now, listen, can we talk about age dysmorphia? Because I don't really know what it means. Yeah, but I think I have it. Oh. So um, I will... I can please talk about it. Please explain. <laughs> Um, so body dysmorphia, of course, is when you think you look yeah. like one thing, but you actually look something mm. else. So, you know, you either think you're overweight or you think you're underweight and you think that you look a certain way in clothes and stuff. And, you know, it's far more medical than that, but that's essentially yeah. how I like to see it. Um, and so I feel like age dysmorphia is pretty much me in that I don't think about my age and I don't think about how old I am or how old I'm not or how young I'm not, whatever. And then I... Every now and then I'll catch a glimpse of myself and go, that's not a 51 (laughs) nearly year old woman way of dressing or I'll be having a conversation and I'll feel like I'm not really speaking like someone of my age, you know. How should someone of your age speak? Well, you know, I'm not, I guess I'm not, I don't have the opinion of a 50 something. The outlook. Yeah. Or the mindset, if you will. Indeed I will. Thank you. Um... And I just wonder if there is such a thing as age dysmorphia and do, is it really common because I feel like I do have it. Look, I would... I think partly... I think if you spoke to any 80-year-old, they would tell you they still think and feel exactly like a 25-year-old. Yeah. So what you're saying is it's all an act or something. Well, I think or... that the, the physic, there's a difference between the, the physicality and the emotional or the inside you... If I don't know, I haven't phrased that very well, but you know what I mean. I think you know, I mean, people get more right wing as they get older, don't they? Or they seem to do in my life. Um, so that in that sense, they change, yeah, they get a bit xenophobic, don't they? Yes, um, that's a different conversation. We'll do that another day, but I think that age dysmorphia, I think it's just that you sort of you feel. Young at young heart. At ha- young at heart, that's right. <laughs> and also nowadays you can wear... It doesn't matter, does it? You can wear what you like and... Well, you know, today listen I'm to wearing... Listen to what you like. Listeners, today I'm wearing a yes. silver shiny Let's skirt. Let's describe your look today because yeah. I'm, I'm quite into it. A shiny silver skirt. Pleated. Pair, pleated. A pair of Reebok white trainers. Classics. With, yeah, with... Um, neon, neon stripes. stripes. <laughs> and An amazing, amazing Gorman sweatshirt. Gorman jumper that says, hey, 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 hey on it. Hey, it... In sparkly, in sparkly letters. Yeah. yeah. I did buy a sequin skirt the other day. There you go. From Target. There you go. And it's amazing. There you go. But we're magpies, aren't we? So we can't help yes. ourselves. Yes, totally magpie. Yeah. 
yeah. So, yeah, uh, sparkly. And then I've got some weird, like, random hair Leopard clips print. in my hair. Yeah. <sighs> You're rocking it. You're owning it. I, I say. I, you know what I want to be? I've decided mm-hmm. now I want to be, what's the name? What's the um, crazy one that was married to the, you know, the English one? Helena Bonham Carter. That's oh, what I yes. I love her. She's fabulous. Because you just wear all of your clothes at once. Yeah. Don't it's easy. It's easy. And also, you never have to iron anything. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Next. Um, listen, you want to talk about eye bags. Well, I did, but then I feel like we didn't do enough research. On oh, that okay. But I want to know how you get rid of them. Because With sleep? Ah! <laughs> I can miracle sleep. Cure I'm now staring intently. You, you, they're not too bad. What are mine like? I get really dark ones. You do have them, but then I think oh. you know. <laughs> you are so rude. Yeah, we both have them. Yeah. In the mornings, though, I use one of those. Col- I put a Dermalogica eye cream that's got one of those metal. Oh yes. Does thingies. that help? Yeah, it takes the puffiness oh, out. Oh okay. I put it in the fridge. There's a yep. tip for you. And then I use that. Or yeah. I've got an Alpha H one as well, which is really good. And I just I keep that cold yeah. and I just use it under my eyes. All right. What about the whole t- tea bags, cucumber slices? Have you ever tried those? Uh, yeah, but I don't think... I think as you get older, you need something a bit more... Oh, a bit more potent. Potent. Yeah. Um, the cold does work, though, so yeah. that helps. What about you always read in certain magazines about... Um, is it hemorrhoid cream? Yeah. Have you tried it? No, I should. Yeah. You should. <laughs> I don't know whether... I've always had a thing where I'm a bit embarrassed to go and buy hemorrhoid cream. Even if I had mm. hemorrhoids, I wouldn't know that I would... I'd feel a bit... Yeah, especially because don't they... Isn't it called like... It's called anisole and retinol. Anisole. And retinol. Who wants to go and buy something called anisole? Well, let's, I think we should invent a kind of hemorrhoid yeah. cream which is called eye bag oh, solution. Oh, okay. Eye bag solution, yep. <laughs> Put it out there. <laughs> and then in there, underneath in small writing it yeah. says also... Um, works yeah. on the hemorrhoids. I think I have been on photo shoots where they've where they've used it. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, with a makeup artist. Not, a, not <laughs> page three shoot. <laughs> um, not that kind. Not that kind of shoot, no. <laughs> Good lord. Anyway, well I'd like to know if anyone out there has any other tips because I feel like as I've got older, that's the yeah. one thing that I've noticed is that my eyes are really baggy in the mornings and yeah. A bit puffy and yeah, you, know, you paint this. a lovely picture. Thank you. And I'm oh. really my husband. My husband's very lucky to have me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let us know. And if people want to let us know, what? How should they get in contact they with us? They can email us on we are playing devils avocado at gmail dot com. And that's right. Isn't well, yeah, it? Or, yeah. Con- or Instagram. Or they can Instagram. You can slide into our DMs. Yeah, we love that. Say. Um, um, and you can tell us the things that we need to know. Yeah. Or if you're a beauty editor who works with me, you can just come up and ask and talk to me about yeah. it, which would be easy. She's probably not listening to your podcast, though, is she? Unless you make her. <laughs> so for the rest of the um, episode, mm. we can talk about perfume. Yes. Mum's on the run. Yes. And we can do some culture club and some what hurts now. Yeah, cool. Okay. Which one do you want to go first? Well, why don't we do a bit of culture club? Yeah. You have something interesting to tell you, don't you? Um, mildly, yes. I've been watching Fossey Verdon. Yes. I had to look that up when you told me that oh, was good. Oh, because I'm so highbrow. You're very highbrow. Yeah. Uh, I really like it. I really enjoy it. I think you should watch it. So it's, it's Michelle Williams and... Yes. Sam Rockwell, yeah. who you may know from, um, you know, a, that title. Three Seven, Billboards yeah, three past billboards. Missouri, mm. Ebbing, you know, the mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. He was actually amazing in that. I didn't love that film, but he was amazing. Um, Oscar winner, Sam Rockwell. Did he win the Oscar? Someone won an Oscar. <laughs> I think um, I love that lady. In oh, it. yeah, Frances McDormand. Frances McDormand. Yeah, she's good. 
Anyway, this one, he plays Bob Fosse and she plays um, Gwen Verdon and they... Have you seen Cabaret? Not really. Oh, you're not a fan. I know, but people always say I'm not a fan of musicals. But like their their musicals are different. Cabaret and Chicago and all that jazz and Sweet Charity. They're very different breed of musical. Mm -hmm. They're sexy and they're strong, and they're not sort of oh dare I say Andrew Lloyd Webber style. (laughs) Um, But they are amazing, and this is the story of their partnership, which was professional and romantic. Right. And they were married, and he was... They were. She, a lot of people think she was the sort of power behind the throne. I mean, they were both equally brilliant and talented. She was a dancer, he was a choreographer right. and a film director. Right. And so they have this partnership that is professional, as I said, and romantic, and then he's awful. He's, he goes around shagging, and he's you know loves his drink and his drugs, and it's all set in the... So it sort of goes between... They were together for 30 years, so it bounces around between their relationship. But it's a really great period piece, and then you've got people playing Liza Minnelli and Shirley MacLaine. Oh, I love all that stuff. I love all that yeah. stuff, but it's set back in the... It would be the 70s, so great sets, you know... You look at their house and you're like, I want that house. I want their entire sitting room. I want it. And her wardrobe is amazing. And it just sort of makes you want to put on a leotard and, and dance around, really. And who nothing can ask for make, more? Nothing makes me want to put on a leotard. <laughs> but I'll take your word for it. OK, I enjoyed oh, it. Big well, tick from me. OK, I'll watch that. I've been watching Fleabag season two. Now, so we've had... So in Australia, where do you watch Fleabag? On Amazon. Amazon. Prime. So you have an Amazon Prime you know, Account. subscription. Yes. Okay, so season one, I think, was on the ABC. Yes. On but now iView. You can still watch it on Amazon if you, so, if you get your thing. And, you and how many seasons free, are there? Two. Okay. And you can get a free, you know, three months or whatever. Yeah. You know. oh, it's worth it signing up. Worth and it's cheap. It. It's like $4 or something. All right, so just talk us through because it's been a huge cultural phenomenon so in the UK. Phoebe Wallerbridge is her yes. name. I and love her. She did this as a, as a theatre show first, I believe, mm. um, as a one man, one woman show. And then it became a TV show. And it's basically. The first time, well, she's broken the fourth wall, as they say. Oh, yes. So she speaks to us. Yeah. But no one else does. And um, it's basically her and her... She's a bit of a screw-up. She shags around a lot. Her mum's just died. This is in the first series. Her mum's just died. Her dad's... Um, now having a relationship with her godmother, who's this crazy woman played by wonderful Olivia Coleman, who I just who we adore. adore. We just adore her. <laughs> she just Everything she does. Um, and she and her sister, Fleabag and her sister Claire, sort of navigate all of that stuff. And, and Claire's married to a really horrible man. And it's just... Uh, and she drinks, you know, um, Fleabag drinks too much and she gets into these awful situations with men and stuff. And so the first series was amazing. Sounds very raw. It's great. It's very funny. Very, okay. very funny. And then the second season um, it was just dumped recently, just as in just put out there yep. recently. And, oh, my God, I think it's the perfect, the most perfect series of TV I have ever seen. And oh I have goodness. watched a lot of TV yeah. in my life. Um, but this time around, uh, it's all in the lead up to her dad and godmother's wedding. So her dad's marrying Olivia Coleman, as you would, because she's you would, wouldn't you? Her. Yep. Um, and Fleabag falls in love with the priest, who is we've all done it, <laughs> the wedding. And what ensues, Lisa, is just this amazing roller coaster of emotion and also hilarity, and it's just so effing good. 
It sounds a little bit Miranda, is it or not? No, okay. it's not. It's so you know how you love pathos. Yes, it's, it's pathos up your jacksie, up your wazoo, <laughs> up your clacker. It's, so, it's just so beautifully done. It right, it just treads this really great line between being kind of hilarious, kind of thirty-something um, woman comedy where everything's going wrong and her shoes don't, fit, you know, like craziness yep. and absolute emotional devastation and. Highs and lows, and it's just honestly, I just love every second of it. And of course, she mm-hmm. is a genius because yes. she also wrote the. She came up with and wrote the first series of Killing Eve. That's right. So, and she's like she's thirty three years old. Oh, so impressive. I wrote. I listened to a podcast that she did the other day, and she's just extraordinary. I did see her on Graham Norton, and just I didn't know who she was, yeah, but I just amazing. loved her. Yeah, she's amazing. So I highly recommend Fleabag seasons okay. one and two, um, but. Don't get to the end of one and go, mm, I can't be bothered. Watch two because it is right. amazing. It, I, I cried my eyes out and laughed and mm. you know, it was a oh, roller coaster. Well, all my um, overseas people have been saying, have you watched Fleabag? And, mm. I, you know, I balk at paying all these subscriptions. It really annoys me, but I'm going to pay my $4 and Just watch it. Just pay it and then yeah. you can always cancel it afterwards. Yeah. I mean, there's, to be fair, there's not that much on Amazon. No. I'd like to watch great. Mrs. Meisel. Oh, yeah. Is yeah, that good? That's good too, yeah. On the crying thing, actually. Mm-hmm. Do you remember we talked about it before? Well, I had a listener from London called Moira, which is funny because I've got a sister called Moira who lives in London. I wonder if it's the same person. Anyway, um, she said the crying thing, she said, is you're probably perimenopausal. Oh. Um, and she said, and the rage is good as well. Mm. So um, something, to look forward to. something to look forward to. And we haven't really t- touched on the big M word yet, have we? We might do. We probably will at some point. We'll have to. But that's it. That's enough for today. <laughs> Um, so quick, let's wash our hands. Yeah. Oh. Now, let's move on to something really important, which is... Now, I know that you wear Angel. <laughs> do if wear I angel? smell Angel, I'm like, where's Claire? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're not the only person that says that. Yeah. Do you wear anything else? No. How long... Is, is it Thierry Mugler? It is Thierry Mugler. How long have you been wearing Angel? Um, over 20 years, I would say. <gasps> Have you? Mm-hmm. And has Angel updated its scent in they that have time? A they change it. They have yeah. a lot of different kind of yeah. side hassles, side, side hustle <laughs> yeah. um, scents. And I don't like any of them. I've tried and I buy yeah. them sometimes and then I really wish I hadn't. So what we want to talk about is should you change up your perfume? Yes, I, um, I do think I should. You think you should? Well, I think that I... I think by rights, as you get older, you should. Mm. Because Why is that? Because your nose changes. Well, you... <laughs> God, I wish mine would. <laughs> I've never liked my nose. I asked someone about that. Did you? Yes, I asked Who my, did you ask? Well, I asked the beauty editor of OK Magazine yes. and Woman's Day, Elise Wilson. Oh, good on what, you, Elise. What she thought. Yeah. And she said that our noses physically change as we get older, so our sense of smell is different. And also the number of cells that detect aroma, I'm reading this if you can tell, start to diminish and hormonal fluctuations can influence what we now like. And oh. also that you, because you can't smell as much, you put on more, so which is yes. why a lot of old ladies smell like powder. Because like really they put too much of their perfume on. on. And I, I have been guilty of it, but I can't, I think, because there's a thing about scent, right, where um, your body gets used to it and the fight or flight thing in your body, when you spray a scent that you don't know... Because it could be dangerous to you, your body's really aware of it. Mm. And then as you get used to it over time, you can't smell it on yourself anymore because your body knows that that scent isn't a problem. So you just don't... Right. Yes. 
gosh, that's actually quite fascinating. I actually knew that before. That, yeah. I did, that's not from Elise. Or that's the, from you. That's, that's from, from your me. brain. That's my vault. <laughs> um, and the other thing I... Oh, Ooh. sorry about that. <laughs> I don't know how to stop. Even when I turn the sound off, I don't know how to stop my phone dinging with alerts. Oh. You'll have to show me after. Oh. I'll turn it off now. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just took a picture of it instead. Oh, God. Um, Hello, technology. What I would say is that... Because I think trends change as well. So, for example, if I smell Reeve Gauche mm-hmm. or... Um, you transported or opium. That, <laughs> or opium. That's my mum going out. Yeah. And that would be in the 80s. Yeah. And I know they update them, but still. So um, I wonder if you should update your sense because, because trends change as well. I'm sure that's true. I'm sure that's true. And I don't know that... I mean, for me... Angel never used to be sold in Chemist Zone, Chemist Warehouse. Yeah. Now you can get it really cheap in Chemist yeah, Warehouse. Yeah, great. Um, that's an aside, really, I suppose. But I feel I feel like I have never had a winter or a summer scent, and oh, that's yes. another thing I'd like to know whether you're oh, supposed to have. I do that. Do you? I rotate. Do you? Yes. I'm a bit of a, a scent um, freak. Yeah. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. And I love buying it for me and my husband, um particularly for him because there's lovely men's stuff mm. out there. What's your favourite men's one? Oh, he wears all these sort of like Italian colognes mm. that whenever we go somewhere and it's a little boutique, I'm like, I'll oh, buy that, buy that. Um, so I was actually walking to work the other day and a girl was, a girl, a woman was walking behind us. Let's call her Tracy because that's her name. <laughs> and she has been a beauty editor in a former life and she was saying, oh, I've, you know, been you've been wafting along and you smell absolutely gorgeous. And I know she's obsessed with perfume. And I said, it's Chloe. Which is sort of these days is sort of you know quite a not av- I don't want to say average it's no. no it's not yeah but you know yeah. it's mass it's a mass yeah. scent and she said oh it's just gorgeous isn't it I said yeah it is and every time I wear it I get comments but I'm obsessed with all these ones that cost two hundred and seventy two hundred and eighty bucks but yeah. I can't afford them no, no, I love no. them but I can't afford them and also if you did afford them would you ever want to wear them in case and you I'd ran be, them out you run be, out yeah. don't you and mm. you sort of like oh, should I waste this on a work day mm-hmm. no. But she was saying, oh, just don't buy them, they're too expensive. And they're all, she reckons they're all made in the same warehouse. <laughs> I think, well, that's probably true. I think you probably, um, it's like the, we're using the good china. Yeah. You may as well use the good scent. You yeah. might get run over by a bus tomorrow. Do you, you might do. Run over would you spend bus? 270 bucks though, on a bottle? Well, see, I probably would because I'm annoying. Oh. But then I would regret it and I'd hide it and I'd forget I had it. I've yeah. got all this Joe Malone scent that I got at home. I love Joe Malone. Give it to me if you don't want it. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Oh, all right. Let's talk about... What hurts now. What hurts now. What hurts now. Okay, so I'm doing this one. Yeah. I can't hear anything on the telly. <laughs> I, li- I I had to give up True Detective. I cannot hear... What- I don't know if it's my telly. Or is it... It's a bit of everything. It's the mumbling. It's... Um, it's the way they film TV now. It's changed to how they used to film it. I think it's filmed on different cameras or something is it hd is probably i don't know i don't know if it's because my tv's not good enough Could be. um i can't hear anything i actually have to put subtitles on now oh god and be- then you have to put your glasses on and then you have to put going. my glasses on oh, life's hard, isn't it? and i don't know if it's because i'm going deaf or what it is but it really drives me mad um what i would say is that a few about a year and a half ago i actually this is a disgusting story do you want to hear it yes absolutely I had my ears syringed. Oh, yes. And I hadn't had them done before. And... Do you think it's... I didn't realise... How much wax was in there. How little I was hearing. Because when I walked back from the doctor, 
I could hear leaves rustling in the trees. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It was that dramatic. I hearing. But I was like, oh, <laughs> this is what the world sounds like. <laughs> so I probably need to go and have that done again. Maybe. But um, also, like my, I know people who can't. My, like, my husband turns the TV up really loudly. Yeah, right. Um, and Because he, he's been a musician for a lot of his life, so I think it's, you know, yeah. damaged his hearing. I've probably been to a few gigs in my time. You've and... been to a few gigs <laughs> in your time. <laughs> <laughs> a few Is that a youth screaming? No. And <laughs> a few bosses screaming in your ear. Yeah, that's true. A lot true. of Fleet Street journalism. Yes, so that's my sort of... It's not hurting, but it's a bit of an issue. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I can hear the TV. I've Have you ever had down. a hearing test? Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> Always funny. So Always good. funny. Um, no, I haven't actually. I should. I wonder, should we be doing that, do you think? You get free ones, don't you, some places? Do like you? In the, sometimes in the supermarket, in the, I call it the old Coles at Bondi Junction because there's a new flashy one, but right. in the older bit, there's a, um, they often have hearing tests there. I don't, you hmm. know. I, but that's another thing about age dysmorphia. See, I look at that and it, I think it's for old people, but hmm. actually it's probably it's, for me. It's for you. Get in there. Okay, and on that note... Okay, we've got one more thing to talk <laughs> oh, yeah, about. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. What's that? Look, I went out on Saturday night. Oh, which yes, it's, it's your mum's on the run, sorry. Yes, and it was a friend's birthday, and there was, I think there were 11 of us at one point, all girls, all ladies. It was good fun, um, and we'll talk a bit about it in the next episode, actually, an element of it. But I realised, well, I knew this anyway, the biggest nutters to go out with these days are mum's. And I'm calling them mums on the run. Right. <laughs> like, you know when you go out and it's like Saturday night and you've been at work all week and you think, oh, I'm going to go out and have a nice night. And then you go out and they're, th- they're these women and they're just like, woo! <laughs> and they are up for it. Yeah. And they are the last ones standing. When you try to slope off at 11 o'clock, they're like, absolutely not. Yeah. I've got a babysitter or, you know, partners at home. I haven't been out the house in four months and we are staying out. And just ordered a round of shots, I believe. Shots, yes, (laughs) shots. And and I've got two people I know who are taking off to Europe for two weeks. Not together, individually with their friends, other friends. They're just going, I know, they've conjured up reasons to go to Europe and leave the kids with the partner at home. Wow, that's and impressive. good for them, I say. But honestly, they are... How old are their children? Oh, they're all over five, I think. <laughs> you say they're all over 20 or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think. Well, oh, I'm not giving up that much of your life. You yeah, need, you, need you do need a break. But, um, gosh, they're a, they're a loose cannon. Mums, mums on a night out are an absolute yeah, loose cannon. that's true. I've, I've got a few mums. Yeah. And they do that thing where they probably haven't had a, a big drinky night for a long time and then they get absolutely smashed and then when you text them the next day they're like, I've been vomiting for seven hours <laughs> and I haven't been able to get out of bed and, yeah. yeah. I've got a friend who, like, she's she's still, like, she works in a very high-powered job and, and um, you know, she has the kids and everything but she loves to go out for a big night out or a party or whatever but she always ends up with the thing coming back to her house and so everyone's always dancing right. around her lounge room at yes. four a.m. kitchen disco and where are the yeah. kids it's sleep upstairs yeah but like honestly the number of times when you go and often i won't go back because i'm try, i'll try not to and then i'll hear it's been a 4 a.m finish I'm yeah like, oh i'm glad i wasn't there yeah and they honestly just dance around the lounge room oh well to 80s music Actually, it sounds great. Let's find you go. All right, let's go. <laughs> Count me in. All right. Okay. Well, um, we'll speak to you next week on Playing Devil's Avocado. If you have, want to email us, do on we are. Uh,
Mm. I don't know why I do this voice. We are playing devil's avocado at gmail.com. Thanks for having me. Thanks for it. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay, bye.